everybody. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling. We're evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. We're so excited that you have joined us today. I want to encourage you to go grab your Bible and a notebook. Follow along. When we turn to scriptures, turn to them with us and follow along. Take some notes so that you can go back later and you can read over them and really give the Word of God a chance to get into your heart. Because the more Word of God that gets into your heart, the more free of a life you will live. Amen. Amen. That's right. Well, we're going to uh, begin today with another teaching out of the, the story of Jesus, another personal testimony mm. of His healing power. But before I, we even introduce our subject, I just want to encourage you, man, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yes. Those four eyewitness accounts of the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. I tell you, if you can, if you have a Bible, I would encourage you just to read, just to read mm -hmm. Matthew. Read the book of Mark, read Luke, read the book of John, and read these miracle testimonies of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just reading alone, it puts faith in your yes, heart, my amen, friend. Yes, amen, amen. You wanna be strong in faith? You got to feed on this book. Amen. You know, I know some in some cultures, rice is a staple. <laughs> rice every day. And every day, sometimes two times, sometimes three times a day. I mean, yeah. they have rice with everything. And you know, as diligent as you might be in eating your rice, I want to encourage you to be just that much, if not more diligent and spending time of putting God's Word inside your heart. I remember one time you were in a certain country and um, the person hosting you or who was going to take you out to lunch, yeah. they, uh, they were like, hey, Mark, what sounds good? Yeah. And you had been having Indian food all day, every all day, day, which every we day. love, but he said, how about some pizza? And you could tell the guy was like, oh, okay pizza and you were driving there yeah. and all of a sudden he said but pastor mark what about the rice <laughs> because he couldn't fathom eating a meal without rice without rice being included yes. that's how we need to be with the word of oh, god yes. we can't fathom mm -hmm. a day going by mm -hmm. without eating that's right the words of life the bread of life that's right amen you know, jesus in in the book of matthew he he quoted actually deuteronomy chapter 8 and he said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Yes, amen. This book right here, the words, the of, words God, of God, the, the, the biblical accounts of the Lord Jesus Christ and His ministry, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the best thing you can do if you're sick in your body, the best thing you can do if you've been struggling is to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and look at the ministry of Jesus and realize that what Jesus did for those people, He will do for you. Mm -hmm. And that's why, actually, we're teaching this. Right. We're studying the personal accounts of those who were healed. So today, 
we're going to talk about another popular story with many, um, if you've been in the faith for any length of time, and that is the story of the healing of blind Bartimaeus. Right. It's a story, but actually it's a historical account of something that really happened. Yes. It's not like a fairy tale That's story. Right. Um, I want to mention something else, you know, because as we go through all these stories, they're awesome, they're exciting, we get glimpses of truth, but you might be thinking, yeah, well, the woman with the issue of blood, that's the one we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. um, if you missed that, you need to go back and mm -hmm. watch that one. You can find it on our website yeah. um, at impacttoday.tv, but you might see these different stories and say, yeah, but she was one in 5,000. Mm -hmm. And this man who we're going to teach about today, blind Bartimaeus, yeah, but he was one in a crowd. Mm -hmm. He just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And it's easy to kind of think that way. But the fact of the matter is that Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection made these very things that we're talking about available to all, That's right. available to whosoever. So you don't have to be in the right place at the right time. You are in the right place at the right time if you have the opportunity to hear the gospel, That's right. what Jesus Christ has already done for you. His death, his burial, and his resurrection sealed the deal for you, made forgiveness of sins, and healing for your body available to you. Right now. Right now. Right You're here, right now. You're actually in the right place <laughs> yes. at the right time. Right, right now. now. Listening to this message. Glory to God. In a moment, we're going to be praying for the sick. Mm -hmm. And in a moment, we're also going to give everyone an opportunity to accept Christ as Lord and Savior. Uh, this is awesome stuff. Now, let's, let's also bear in mind this as well. Many, many, many miracles happened in the ministry of Jesus. But the Holy Spirit saw fit to record specific testimonies. Yes. Because any question you might have in how to receive your healing is found in one of these testimonies. And that's why we're looking at each one of them. How many miracles are recorded? Well, just healing, the, 19. 19. Now, mm -hmm. um, somewhere in the Bible, it says that if everything Jesus did mm -hmm. were to be recorded, mm -hmm. the books of the world couldn't contain it. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit saw fit mm -hmm. to have these 19 miracle testimonies mm -hmm. recorded in the Bible so that you can read about it, so that you can hear about it, so that faith will come into your heart and you will receive your miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So let's just dive into this. There's actually three passages of Scripture that we're going to look at today about Bartimaeus. Now here's an interesting point. Uh, Matthew's account actually records two blind men. Yeah. And Mark and Luke, they focus on blind Bartimaeus. Right, one of the two. One of the two. Um, that's interesting. And some people would say, oh, that's a contradiction. See, the Bible contradicts itself. But actually, what it is, is you're getting the story um, from the perspective of three different people. Yes. Just like if you were to be out and about in your city and you see a car accident mm -hmm. and the police come and they want a statement from the witnesses. Mm -hmm. Well, a person standing on this side is going to tell, this is what I saw. Mm -hmm. But a person uh, standing over here on this side 
they're going to have a different perspective and they're going to say, this is what I saw. And then this guy over here is going to say, this is what I saw. And the people in the car are going to say, this is what we experience. And then the police officer takes every uh, witness account and puts them together to get a full picture. Amen. That's exactly what we have here. Yes. So the first one we're going to read is in Matthew yes. chapter 20, starting in verse 29. Matthew chapter 20 in verse 29. Now, as they went out of Jericho, a great multitude followed him, Jesus. And behold, two blind men sitting by the road, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. Then the multitude warned them that they should be quiet. But they cried out all the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? <laughs> they said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Wonderful. Luke chapter 18. Luke 18, verse, starting with verse 35, says, Then it happened as he was coming near Jericho that a certain blind man sat by the road begging. And, a, and hearing a multitude passing by, he asked what it meant. So they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he cried out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those who went before warned him that he should be quiet. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he had come near, he asked him, saying, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Hmm. Then Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. Yeah. And immediately he received his sight, followed him, glorifying God, and all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Hallelujah. Amen. The last account of this um, story is found in Mark chapter 10, and we will begin in verse 46. Mark chapter 10 and verse 46 says, Now they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he's calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. 
and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. <laughs> and there's so much in here. Yes. Something just stood out to me that I never really noticed before. But you know, you see, uh, Mark said, "Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus." Mm -hmm. um, that just brings out to me what you said in the previous episode about testifying. Mm -hmm. That's a detail. Yeah. That um, when when it happened and they interviewed him. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, or he said, my name is Bartimaeus, yeah. and I'm the son of Timaeus. That's right, yeah. Like, they didn't just know that, probably. Right, right. So, um, the power of testimony, mm -hmm. it's awesome, awesome Amen. thing. Well, the first thing, you know, in the backdrop of this story, besides the fact that he is the son, son of Timaeus, <laughs> and that might be, maybe Timaeus was someone who was a little bit more well-known. right. That maybe that's why they focus on Bartimaeus here, not the other guy. I don't know. You know, we it might be know. a cultural thing. Yeah. You know, because we deal a lot with people mm -hmm. from different uh, countries, mm -hmm. different cultures, and I get this a lot in my communication. When they're telling me about someone, they mm -hmm. always tell me who their father is. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. We don't really do that here in America. No, we don't. <laughs> but anyway, um, this Bartimaeus, we're going to focus on Bartimaeus as well. Yeah. Um, Notice the Bible says here he was a beggar because mm -hmm. he's blind. So he, he, you know, all he does every single day because he's completely blind is to sit and beg, hoping that someone will give him a little money so he can have money to buy some food to eat. So he's just existing, you know. Uh, it's not God's intention for anyone to live that way. In fact, your eyes were made to see. Yes. Your legs were made to walk. Mm -hmm. God's plan for you is happiness. It's blessing. He didn't create you to, to fail. He didn't create you to just sit around and exist, mm -mm. living day to day, hoping you have something to eat. No, no. God wants you to thrive. Yes. God wants you to, uh, to thrive, right? And be blessed and have happiness and, and strength and fulfillment. And fulfillment. Yeah. Now, when we say God wants you to be happy, we're not talking about living a selfish, greedy life. We're not talking about that. But we're, like Victoria said, He wants you to live life with fulfillment. And that comes as living with purpose. Right. Yes. Not, not just existing. Your purpose is not just to exist, hoping you have enough food for the next day. Right. Now, maybe you're in that situation right now just like blind Bartimaeus was, but it doesn't have to stay that way. That's right. Because Jesus loves you. Yes, and he has a way out for you. That's right. He has a great plan for your life. And so Amen. here's blind Bartimaeus. Now, let me just say this. You're going to notice here later that he has a cloak on. Mm -hmm. It was a, um, a cloak specifically for blind people that showed everybody else that he has a right to beg. Right. And also to be careful, you know, you know, have a little patience with them because they're blind. Right. You know, it showed everybody, I'm blind, therefore I'm a beggar. Right, it, so if he is like walking mm -hmm. with a stick or whatever, people would make way for him because they would see the cloak. It identified him. That's right. It as was a his blind person. It was his identity. Yeah. You know? And God wants to change your identity. Yes. 
Amen. He loves you. He has a plan for you. And you might maybe carry this identity that's different than what God has for you because of maybe things people have spoken over your life. Yeah. Maybe because of things you've done in the past. Maybe because of a diagnosis. A diagnosis um, from, from a, a doctor. Yeah. Um, a label mm -hmm. that has been put on you by society. Right. You don't have to allow society to label you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Or culture to label you. What, what is our label? Well, when you come into Christ Jesus, it's what Jesus says about you. That's right. It's what his word says about you. Amen. You know, the world will say you're a, you're a poor, wretched, beggar, a failure, a nobody. Hopeless. Hopeless, sick, dying, a sinner. Good for nothing. Good for nothing. Right? Mm -hmm. But God's word says... If you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, His Word says you're a son of God. Yes. You're a daughter of God. You're the righteousness of God. Seated in heavenly places with King Jesus. Amen. Amen. You have royalty. You, you, you are royal. A son of God. Amen. Blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. So I guess we're not going to get real far with this teaching today. But this one point I, I really feel like the Lord is wanting to communicate to you. Don't accept labels. This man, before he comes to Jesus, he removes his coat, which identified him. He removes the blind man coat. Why? He believed. I'm not blind anymore. I'm not going to need this anymore. That's right. Because Jesus is about to open my eyes. That's right. He believed. Hallelujah. He believed. So much so, he removed his cloak of blindness even before he began to see. I mean, that is so significant. Mm -hmm. Because that cloak gave him the right to beg. Mm -hmm. And when people saw it, money came into his hands. That's right. He is laying that aside. Yeah. Not even knowing what the future holds, except that he's going to be able to see. You know, here in America, <laughs> we have uh, social programs and welfare and stuff. Disability. And, it, and a lot of times there's a trap mm -hmm. because people will choose to possibly not go get a higher paying job so they can keep their disability. their disability benefits. And it's a trap. Notice this man took the coat off before he could see because he believed, I am no longer going to need to beg. Sometimes you need to be willing to take off that security. That security. Mm-hmm in order to go to the next level in your life. That's good. That's Amen. good. Amen. Why? Because you're going all the way with God. You're going all the way with Jesus. And that means, my friend, you have to make that step of faith first. Yeah. You have to, you have to lay it aside first. Whatever it is, the label, the security blanket, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the cloak, whatever it is, you need to be willing to lay it aside and move forward. And when you move forward, 
God will work a miracle yes, for you. Yes, he'll meet you. Amen. Amen. Oh, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Do what the blind man did. We're going to actually going to have to come back to this. Next episode. Next episode. But before we do, we want to encourage you. No matter your circumstance, no matter what you have done in your life, someone paid a price for you. Hmm. His name is Jesus Christ. There's people out there. I know you've done some very evil, ungodly things. And you might have many voices in your head of unworthiness, of shame, of guilt, of despair. And you might be thinking, I have this sickness, but I don't deserve to be healed because I've done so many bad things. Right. But the good news is this. When Jesus died on the cross, not only did he suffer our sins, not only did he suffer our sicknesses and diseases, he suffered the sins that caused the disease that might be in our life. Mm -hmm. You know, we had a lady years ago who had been healed of other conditions in her life. But she had a very serious lung condition because she had smoked for more than 40 years. So although she had repented of smoking, mm -hmm. she was no longer smoking. Although she had been healed of other conditions, she felt like she, God would never heal her of, of this lung condition because she was the one who caused the condition. Right. And we spoke to her and we said, well, you know what? The Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross, not only did he suffer for our sin, he suffered the negative consequences of our sin, and he suffered the eternal judgment of our sin so that we could be completely free, forgiven, made whole, made righteous, and free of condemnation. She believed it. Yeah. After we showed her in the scripture, she believed it. So we prayed with her, and she believed she received her healing. And while she was driving home, now think about this. She had only 15% use of her lungs. She was in bad shape. She was in very, she was in pain. She was weak. Only 15% use of her lungs. While she's driving home, all of a sudden she took a breath, and she could hear it inside her, in her body. Pop! Her lungs opened up completely. She was completely healed. My friend, no matter your background, no matter what you've done, God loves you. Jesus paid the price for you, and you can be forgiven and healed. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. All you have to do is believe and call on the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Let me lead you in a prayer right now to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Say this after me with all of your heart. Say, Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I know. I know. I have failed. I have failed. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. But I also know. But I also that know. That you loved me. That you loved me. So much. So much. That you sent Jesus Christ. That you sent Jesus to Christ. To die on the cross. To die on the cross. In my place. In my place. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I believe. I believe. You're the Son of God. You're the Son of God. You're the Messiah. You're the Messiah. You shed your blood. You shed your blood. You bore all of my punishment. You bore all of my punishment on the cross. On the cross. You died. 
You died. But you rose again. But you rose again. I believe it. I believe it. You're alive now. You're alive now. And therefore, and therefore, I call on your name. I call on your name. Be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my Come life. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Savior now. Be my Savior now. I turn from my past. I turn from my and past. And I come to you. And I come to you. And I look to you. And I look to, to you. To give me brand new life. To give me brand new life. Eternal life. Eternal life. And to forgive my sins. And to forgive my sins. I thank you. Thank you for doing it now. For doing it now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. My friend, if you did that, your sins are forgiven. Mm -hmm. You have a new identity. You're now a child of God, a new person, a new creation with eternal life inside of you. Hallelujah. Righteousness inside of you. Your sins are forgiven. Yes. Hallelujah. And now the healer has come to live in your heart. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Victoria, why don't you pray for the sick right now? Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up everyone who's Thank watching God. now, Jesus. who's listening now. Lord yes, God, Lord. we lift them up to you. And we ask that you would touch their bodies now yes. and heal them of every sickness, of every disease, of every pain, of every malady. In the name of Jesus, we command sickness and pain to go now. And we believe we receive healing power flowing through our bodies now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that tumors dissolve that fevers go, yes. that pain is leaving, yes. that stiffness is loosening up. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for your the miracle life flowing through the people now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, we're glad you joined us today. Please, if God touched your life, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, call the number on your screen. Yes. Tell someone what God has done for you. We're, we would love to hear from you, your prayer requests, your, your testimonies, and also those of you who have accepted Jesus. Give that, that number a call. And don't forget, Jesus Christ is Lord. He loves you. He's working in your yes. life. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.